This week's show is brought to you by Venice Beach Beverage. Try their delicious line of ginger teas with 100% daily vitamins in every can. And make sure you try my favorite, Black Cherry. Visit them online at venicebeachbeverage.com. The following episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. Good night, mates. We are here. <laughs> we are sitting after a long um, a long break from the studio. We're sitting on the therapy couch today. Um, we actually have a different form of audio. We are we have become what what, what could you call this? Mobile? Mm. Uh, a small device. I'll have to share it with you guys on the Instagram so you can see how we're recording this cuz Ricky and I have decided that we're going to take over the world and we're going to start recording in parks, in restaurants, at our kitchen table. All over the world. The beach, Everywhere. maybe Disneyland. I don't know. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. So here we are trying this out. Um, it's a new day. It's a, it's a new month, like, what, tomorrow? <laughs> Is it? No, we got oh, two no, days. Wait. We got two days. The 30th? What's today? Tuesday. Monday. Today's Monday. Man, you just Tomorrow's Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday when this episode drops, it'll be the first of the month. So everyone, go get paid. Go get your monies. Go pay your rent. Mm-hmm. Pay that rent. That's why I was panicking. I was like, no, I gotta pay rent. I forgot mm-hmm. about that. But. Actually, I did too. I had a Jorge and I walked to the post office. Um, when did we go? Saturday? Because I didn't, I mean, obviously, you guys probably don't know, but I'm carless right now. So Jorge and I took an adventure and it was a nice little walk to the post office. Paid the rent. So here we are. I actually paid my rent early. I just realized that. Oh, look at you. But do you see the anxieties of worry? Yeah. Where you're like, oh, God. The rent. Did I miss it? No, you just paid it in full last week. Like, Jesus. Always a good day when the rent is paid. So um, let's get into this a little bit. We're going to be talking about social medias. Uh, we're going to talk about how it's impacting Ricky and I's lives. How we're wanting to move through and out and away and into all at the same time. Um, I mean, there's just a lot of things. But first, we got to get into our love and rage moments. Yes? Yes. Love and rage. Are we raging first or are we loving first? No, it's always rage first. Yeah. So we can get it out of the way. Yeah. Let's rage first. So I'll go first. Um, So it's Thanksgiving week, you know, and... Um, I'm catching up with some friends and the whole shebang because now I got all this free time. So I go visit one of my friends. Um, she lives with her, you know, with her parents and, um, and I'm, you know, this is a long time friend. I know them for a really long time. She just had a baby the whole nine. And so I'm visiting and my moment of rage and listen, look, <laughs> look, I'm going to come off like a dick and like all kinds of like, who am I? But listen, like just have some compassion for me here when I'm sitting with my friend and, you know, kids will be kids. The baby's wanting to crawl and walk everywhere. And then so this baby, baby girl's walking around and my friend's mom's like, <laughs> 
Mija, no dejes, no dejes que la niña esté gateando um, en el piso. Se van a enfermar. <laughs> and, and well, basically telling her, like, get your kid off the floor. She's going to get sick. And also the kid is outside on concrete. So so the mom's like, what are you doing? You know, pick her up off the floor. And, and I'm the kind of person that's just like, you know, let the kids do whatever the fuck they need to do. You know, if they scrape their knees, they scrape their knees. They're children. And then... And then this one put me over. So my homegirl is in the kitchen. We're cooking up something. And her baby is like at her at her ankles. And my friend's mom tells her, hey, um, watch what you're doing right there. The um, Watch your knife. The baby's right there. Make sure you don't drop it. And I'm just sitting there like, I'm pretty sure, you know. My friend is aware that her baby is chewing on her ankles and that she's holding a knife and that she needs to be careful. But like the parenting, the parenting, parenting a parent, I could imagine is is the most frustrating thing. And I don't know, Ricky, if because I know you had your kids young. I don't know if you ever experienced that. I don't know that you want to share that, but I'm enraged for all of the parents trying to be parents and being parented by their by parent. The parent. Well, yeah. and that kind of ties into my moment of rage too, but I do have a question. So, how old is your friend and how old is the baby? And how old is the mom? So, how, is every, how old is everybody? So, my friend is um about my age. She's in her 30s. And then this is a baby that's about 1. It's her first baby? Her second baby. Oh my god. And and the mom, I mean, the mom's, what, in her, she must be in her 60s, I would assume. But it's just, like, the hovering and the the overbearing, overprotectiveness. I'm just like, please just let them make the mistakes that they need to make so they can learn. Stop shielding them. This is me crying. Yeah, no, that's not how it works. Believe me, I wish that was the case. I definitely don't want to be that parent, like a helicopter parent. Yeah. <laughs> Good, there's a good skit on the heli- on helicopter parents. <laughs> I don't. Well, that's what I experienced, and I was like, man, like, what do you do? You know, and I, I don't know. I'm sure my friends kind of like just lets her talk her ear off because she doesn't want to escalate anything, and she lives there and the whole bit. But it's just parents need to back off a little bit. I don't know. I don't disagree with that at all whatsoever. Um, my moment of rage. Uh, is a parenting moment of rage and and I guess challenging to talk about but we decided in our pre-production meeting that it would be beneficial to talk about this Um, my my son my son who's 21 Mm -hmm. um, I would say that he is in um, a toxic relationship yes and um, him and his partner have been together, I think probably like two years. And for the most part, I stay out of it. Like, I don't, I don't want to get involved in any of their problems because I feel like the more I say my opinion about something, right. the more they're going to never leave each other. Right. And now they both have a common enemy in common, mm. which is me, which would be me or any of, you know, whoever has an opinion about mm-hmm. their relationship. So I tread lightly. Yeah. You know, they if they come to me and they ask me for advice or whatnot, I do my best to, you know, give a, a good answer. But there there definitely was a moment that escalated in their relationship that 
I became aware of that, you know, I got a phone call stating that just something really, they went to a concert mm-hmm. and um, they got into an argument. Mm-hmm. One thing led to another. And this was, they were out in um, in New York. Uh. And she got upset at my son and threw his wallet and his cell phone out of the hotel window. Oh my gosh. So my son grabs her phone and calls me and is like, what do I do if I run downstairs and I can't recover my phone or my wallet? Yeah. And I'm infuriated at this point because it's like 3 o'clock in the morning when he calls. I'm thinking something's wrong. And you're out of state. You're in another state. And I immediately think, like, you're not going to be able to get on that plane. Mm. I'm infuriated. Mm -hmm. Infuriated and panicking as a parent because I'm like, how... How am I going to quickly solve this if it doesn't turn out well? So, luckily, the wallet, phone all messed up, but it was there. And he got back safely. But I definitely reached out to her and exchanged some words. and To the girlfriend, right? Yeah, and just kind of expressed that, you know, that was a very dangerous move. Like, that could have that impacted several things. It It was just a lot. So... Needless to say, they both, you know, expressed to me that they were done. They were going to part ways and it was over with. And that was it. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know. Yeah, we're done then. Problem solved. Let's go. Let's do some growing individually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that was it. And that this was a few weeks, probably about a month ago. Okay. And she showed up for Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah. I was there. You were there. You were there. <laughs> oh, my acting sh- shook. And yes. No way she yes. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I didn't say anything initially. I was just kind of, and at first I was just like, why would you, A, why would my son bring her? Yeah. B, why would she be a willing participant to come into this home? And there's been Our just. Thanksgiving dinner, yeah. Yeah. And there's been a history of, of, uh, of things in between all of this. So that took place here in our home. So it was just a very strange moment. But we got through it. We went through the... It well, I had no idea what was happening. I mean, I kind of did. At first, I thought, like, something's going on with Mia. I was like, what are they up to? But then I was Interesting like, okay. that you mentioned Mia. Mm-hmm. Her and I were texting back and forth. I figured that. I figured there was something... Because I was like, I'm going to say something. And she's like, Mama, no, not right now. And I was like, I can't take this anymore. Like, this is crazy. Like, yeah. she just walked back up in this house like nothing. Like, no. Yeah. So we were going back and forth. And then... You know, I waited till, you know, everybody left and we had one of um, a friend of the families who was here. And I just I sat down and I asked the both of them, like, are you guys completely unaware of what you're doing and how dangerous and toxic your relationship is that it's causing harm to other people, not just yourselves, but other people. Right. Or do you guys just have no care in the world? And you're going to just go balls out and do whatever it is that you want to do, despite the terror that mm-hmm. you guys, oh. Yeah. It was a toxicity mm-hmm. that goes on between the both of them. Yeah. And so it was a long-winded conversation that, in the end, I was, I was, I guess, comforted by the fact that my daughter said that, you know, my delivery was, well, very firm, but... Yeah. 
hoping to get some kind of resolution between them. But the problem was mm-hmm. <laughs> talking about parenting a parent. My mom comes in. She's like, what are you doing? Why are you talking about this right now? This is uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. And I'm looking at my mom like, what? Why are, what are you doing? Right. Like, I'm taking care of the situation with my, and look, like timing, I get it. Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We were done with our dinner. Like, and there is no perfect time to talk about it. And let me tell you, I had and thought. It is uncomfortable as fuck. It is uncomfortable. And I had thought about it. I was like, you know what? I thought about having this conversation in front of you and my brother too, because I thought, you know, well, we always talk about the generations changing and improving. Right. right. So I thought, how could we actually help them? Mm-hmm. How do we actually help this situation? How do we help them recognize that this is a harmful, harmful union? Yeah. That this is not a good thing. How do we, in the collection of people and family that we are, how can we execute that in a healthy way that isn't going to push them away, mm-hmm. but rather have a moment of realization yeah make them see the light right and so i don't know that that was you know i come from a family that when they disagreed with one of my life choices they had an intervention Mm -hmm. i had uncles zooming in from other countries (laughs) to family meetings so that they could get me to realize certain things that they wanted me to like that's the kind of family i come from i didn't want to necessarily do that right but I also understood that, you know, all those things come from a place of love. Mm-hmm. You, you love these people and you don't want them to continue doing damage to their souls when it's blatantly there and you're just watching them sabotage their lives. And that's the hardest thing as a parent is you're watching your kid just like make all of these shitty decisions. rough choices yes mm-hmm. and again i do believe like you gotta you gotta make your own bed yeah. you're you yeah this is what you want cool yeah. do it i yeah. can't i gotta sit back and just take it in and mm-hmm. be there for you whenever whatnot mm-hmm. but it's not easy it's de- it's not it's not easy and i also don't want them to think that i'm indifferent and i don't care and i'm just right, like, right. no i do care just it's like a it's a hard um it's a hard balance because you want to you want to have an opinion. You want to wish them the best and give them your take, especially when they're asking you and calling you like, what do I do? But then it's only, obviously it's only when they're asking you for that. Anytime after that, you're being intrusive. You're, it's um, inappropriate. So yeah, I could imagine that that's hard, but maybe it is a little bit of both, you know, maybe it is a little bit of, um having a family conversation or I, I definitely think that you did right in maybe it's not the right time on Thanksgiving <laughs> but but it, it is necessary like what are you guys doing you're and obviously like when would be another time that you would have both of them sitting there in your presence to talk to have that conversation and and maybe it, and you said like you know, the girls, um, applauded you because you were very firm. And I think that's important. Um, and maybe it is a conversation with, let's say, I don't know, obviously your brother, um, your, your son's uncle to say, to ask, Hey dude, like, can you just give my kid some words of advice? Like he's going through this and I kind of want to relay this. Can you help me out with that? And, and so there's a lot of things, but you know, every family is different and, and the dynamics and what, what, 
your kid specifically can handle and is willing to listen to it, it all it, we're all different you know in what we need but hopefully that turns out for the best and we just gotta move on you know like you said you gotta do what did you say lay your bed do your bed or whatever it is you gotta do your bed at the end of the day and no one's gonna do it for you and you gotta deal with your shit so and needless to say this is not to say like that she is the only one responsible for the toxicity no my son owns a big part of that as well you know and both of them have have evenly shown their their unhealthy attachment to one another yeah and i've expressed that to them both so you know (sighs) <sighs> I mean, we've been there. We, we've all been in a toxic relationship. I, I remember all of mine, and I'm like, fuck. But you know what the... Di- no, but you know what the difference was? <laughs> like, mm. In my younger years, yeah. I didn't have Google to, to say, what is a toxic relationship? Right, right. Like, I, I li- you could literally Google, what, what is a toxic <laughs> relationship? And it will itemize for you right. what the fuck it is. Right. What are love languages? What are healthy boundaries? What are gaslighting? All this shit. All of these things. But anyway... I, I had novellas in Art Lebeau yes. to tell me. <laughs> you know I'm going to blame these novellas for... For fucking us up the way that they did. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking love Sulpadora and shit. Oh. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> love that novela, though. But anyway, let's move along. Let's have some, um, let's have some moments of love, yeah? <laughs> you want to go first or I'll go first? Go first. <laughs> so, my moment of love, and this one's going to, okay, my first, I have, to, it's a two-parter. My first part's going to be real sweet and short. My red rice is on point i just want to share that with everyone that i am a proud uh current housewife of red rice making mexican rice yes okay. yes yes mexican red rice <laughs> the law con el sazon <laughs> anyway and then okay my cousin hits me up a couple yesterday actually with this long christmas list and she's like natalie i need your help my niece just gave me this Christmas list and it has all of this shit that I don't even I don't even know how to read this. It's some Chinese writing. Please help me. So I'm looking through this list and it's you know her niece is I think 11 going on 12. Wait, is it Chinese writing? Well, listen to why it's Chinese writing. And she's listing that she wants plants. And not just any kind of plants. She specifically says she doesn't want any fake plants. She's 11? 11, 12. She wants monsteras, dracenias, some other kind of um, scientific plant name. And I'm like, say less. I will get this for you. Okay, got it. Because I was like, why did she send it to you? Okay. Yes. And then the Chinese. And she's like, and she sent me this Chinese writing. That she wants lapis lazuli, red jasper, labradite, this, that, the other kind of crystal. Like, these are some, like, they're not basic crystals. They're not like a rose quartz or a smoky quartz or a a selenite. These are, like, legitimate crystals for healing, okay? And this girl is 12. And so I'm like, girl, I'm going to put a little fucking, and this is a shameless plug, by the way. I'm going to (laughs) put a gift set together for you. It's going to work out perfect. You just tell me what your budget is, and I got you. So we're putting something together. So if any of you guys need anything, Primavera Color Limon, DM me. I will put you in. But that was my moment of love. 
I, I'm excited. I'm excited that these 12 year olds are like no, that, looking to heal and wanting fucking plants. No. Who that, is this? That enrages me. <laughs> Why? I think it's great. No. Why would an 11 year old need to be thinking about healing? You know why? Because our parents. Social media. Mm. Oh, okay, great. I'm glad that you brought that up because this is also, this is actually also my rage and why we're having this conversation. And now if whatever healing she has to do, she has to do, I'm going to hook her up. So, So let's get into the social media thing because you brought up an excellent point. So my rage and this whole reason for our discussion So, I realized recently on my social media, and of course, algorithms are no no new thing and nothing that we should be shocked about, right? It's going to feed you everything that you want to see and what interests you have. And so, I'm scrolling through and everything, I'm, it's just, my phone is just so agreeable with me, it's pissing me off. And, and, you know, and, and I'm, I am into the healing and into the plants and into crystals and into, you know, doing inner work and blah, blah, blah. But lately, I'm just like, can this shit show me something else? Can it show me a fucking monkey jumping or, or I don't know, something that's not about healing or about plants or about whatever it is that my interests are? Can you just show me something else? And, of course, it's not because I don't have other interests besides that. So that's how my rage started. With social media. Yeah. And again, an 11-year-old who knows more plants than I can even pronounce. Mm -hmm. Again, it's like, who hurt you on social media? Or what are you seeing on social media that even makes you... Like, I'm trying... Like, what was I doing at 11 years old? Not fucking knowing the scientific names of fucking plants. No. Actually, kind of. But uh, I see what you're saying. And it's just like, we're, we're on these socials. And what are, what are we looking for? What are, what are we actually wanting to find as we're scrolling through? Because I'm not enlightened. And I want to throw my phone out the window. So the benefits of the social medias, the positive things about social media is that it allows you to communicate and stay up to date with your friends and family. Cool. Easy access. If you have family a billion miles away, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a platform that can platforms that you can seek or offer emotional support during, you know, tough times. Mm -hmm. If you're not feeling well, I have a whole little section on my social media that has funny animal videos, Mm -hmm. guaranteed laughs. It'll get me out of a bad mood. No problem. Yeah. But it's also an outlet for creativity and self-expression. Hello, that's how a lot of us have our business accounts, you know, mm-hmm. because it gives people insight to our creative process, to our creative um, outlets, just the things that make us up. Mm-hmm. But the problem and probably the reason why your 11-year-old cousin niece wants to heal mm-hmm. the negative effects of social media is you become to feel inadequate about your life, mm-hmm. right? FOMO. Mm-hmm. Fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. The one that I thought was interesting here was isolation, which I'll explain that one after this. But um, depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. cyberbullying, and self-absorption. Mm-hmm. So you're posting all these selfies about yourself. 
And that's all you got. And that's all you got. And okay. you, you don't even know how to communicate with other people because you're just like, but did you like my selfie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and again, all these youngsters have access to all of this. Right. The negative outweighs the good. Yeah. So that's why these 11-year-olds are out here talking about, I need these crystals in my life mm-hmm. because I'm suffering from FOMO and isolation. And I'm trying to find, um, as I was reading this article, the isolation portion of it uh-huh. was basically um, the University of Pennsylvania. They did some research and they found that high usage of Facebook, Snapchat, and Instagram increases the feelings of loneliness. Mm. Conversely, the study found that reducing social media usage can actually make you feel less lonely and isolated and improve your overall well-being. Yeah. It's a shit show. It, it really is. And, and I think I want to add that social media and the internet have greatly in a positive way impacted the way we live as as a society and and humanity because like you said the the power of social media now is that we get to communicate with our family we have access to education and resources and um and different things that we didn't have access to before uh, you know around the globe and i think that that has been really helpful but now it's to no end and it's limitless and it and i feel like i feel like it's become toxic you know in itself it's so toxic to our um to our psyche to our being, you know, we're not like you said, I wasn't worrying about this at 11 years old. We were out playing. We were out being, you know, in the dirt and worrying about the Power Rangers and whatever it was. Right. And so um, I wanted to add with what you said about social medias that um, the Gen Z and I, I feel like this is us, too. And we're going to go over that. They spend 53, 53 minutes per day on Instagram and 50 minutes on Snapchat. And so you think like, okay, well, they're only spending an hour a day on social media, yeah, but no, it doesn't. But when you're looking at it, it's 53 minutes only on Instagram and then another 50 minutes on Snapchat, which right. is now two hours. And then they're texting and then they're playing whatever right. witchcraft or social craft or what is Minecraft, <laughs> Minecraft or whatever it is. And so now they're plugged into the system. And now or there's YouTube this whole watching, metaverse thing. Watching you uh, YouTube videos. Right. Yeah, all of that. Right, right. So I also, um, as I was researching this, I wanted to expose ourselves um, with our own screen time and share with our audience how much time we're actually wasting on the internet. When you brought this up, I was like, wait, that's personal. (laughs) I was over here really worried about, I'm about to share something personal about my son. But I felt more convicted by like, wait, you want me to share 
what invasion of privacy leave me alone <laughs> and let me tell you mine is actually less than it was before okay. like when i saw mine i was like oh this isn't bad because there was a point in time when i did see how much it was and i was like this is not good no yeah absolutely so if you have an iphone there is a setting under your uh, obviously under your settings if you click on the little screen time option it's gonna tell you how much daily average time you spend on your phone and then it'll even go into telling you how much um how much you use each app how many times you pick up your phone how many notifications you receive so ricky lee i ask you what is your daily average phone usage (laughs) and how much did it go up from last week assuming that it went up Oh, okay. So mine is five hours and 29 minutes, and that's down 34% from last week. Good for you. Yes, Yes. queen. Yes. So mine is uh, five hours and two minutes, (gasps) and it went up 47% from last week. I I am ashamed. I am ashamed. No, but watch this because... Of my five hours and 29 minutes, mm-hmm. four hours and 26 minutes is spent on social media. Um, of my five hours and now three minutes, um, five hours and 42 minutes is on social media. That is insane. 58 minutes on utilities and 37 minutes shopping and food. How do I go back to like previous weeks? Oh, this week. <gasps> oh, my God. Look at last week. Oh my gosh, eight hours. How'd you do that? Oh my god. I have no clue. Last week. Eight hours and fifty-seven minutes. Wait, is this a day? Or this is the whole week, right? Uh I, I don't know, but last week you spent thirty-five hours and seventeen minutes on social media. Oh my god. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's well, so yeah. that was your average so I think this is your average daily. That's embarrassing. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. I wanna see mine. How do I see how did you do that? I went, you clicked it or what? Oh, see, no, look. So if you scroll up, it'll tell you last week. Oh, I see. Right there. Oh, my God. And that was up. So, okay, so last week was rough. But see, you have to think, too, though. Like, it's my personal, Mm -hmm. but it's also my work. Like, the business side of it as well. And that gets tricky. My last week's average was four hours and 19 minutes, and I spent 19 hours on social media. You know what? I'm really proud of myself. The week before that was seven hours. The week before six. that was six. Okay. Okay, I'm good with the, with the five hours. Listen, if I can do at, I'm going to say three, and, three to four. Three to four is going to be my new goal. But, so, once I figured this out... And how much time and how much toxic shit is on the internet or just all of this toxicity in my life. I decided that I was going to put app limits and then downtime on my phone. So right now it's about to be 9 o'clock. At 8 o'clock I no longer have access to any of my apps. Meaning I do, but the phone will tell me you have reached your limit. And then I'll say, okay, dismiss. And then I can carry on my merry way. But that defeats the purpose of me trying to stay away from my phone. So I set up a downtime. It's on the schedule every day from 8 o'clock to 6.30 in the morning. My phone will not, my device is, it's disabled. 
but I can obviously still use it. Use it. And then I set an I set an app limit for one hour every day on social media. So I only have an hour to get all my shit done as far as like business okay, and DMs. What social, what social media platforms do you use? Um, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I just use Instagram. That's it. I don't fuck with Facebook. I don't use the the Twitters or the Snapchats or the TikToks. I want to use Snapchat more oddly enough, but I want to learn how to use TikTok. But at the same time. It's just another hole of endless and possibility. Right, and I'm trying to get off of social media in general. Not, yeah, don't not, do it. not in general, but I've definitely made a conscious effort ever since my Instagram account was hacked mm, yeah. to spend less time on social media. I am very much trying to enrich the relationships that I have around me. I have a, like, a really dear friend of mine that I care about mm-hmm. a lot, and I wasn't really realizing how much... like. I would go as far as saying that I don't even know this person mm. because when we would interact, I would see him get on his phone and I wouldn't like I would I would just keep talking through it knowing yeah. that he was I'm like, well, I'm sure he's paying attention. Right. <laughs> but then it's like, but now like I'll stop talking. Right. And I'll be like, OK, you do your social media thing. Yeah. I'm not going to talk because now I want your undivided attention. Right. Right. Because I'm realizing you didn't listen to half the shit I was saying in the first place. And I wasn't realizing that you weren't listening to half the shit that I was saying. Yeah. And that's and I do that with my kids, too. If With anyone. Like right. now when I see people, when I'm trying to have a conversation with them and they jump on their phone, I'll just stop talking. Yeah. Because you're trying to be more intentional with your conversations and with your time. I think that's a that's a huge thing for me, too. Uh, my biggest pet peeve, and I don't know if I get this from my dad telling us, like, for a long time, can I have your phone? We're having dinner. We're having conversation. But now, same. So I feel the same exact way as you do that. If, I'm in, if I am in somebody's presence, I am not on my phone because I value my time. I value your time. I value the time we spend together. So let's, let's talk. What you got going on on your phone? I'm right here. I even found myself struggling to have conversation with people. What do you mean? Like, because you couldn't find it on your end because you were distracted by what you wanted to see on your phone instead or because of the cold distraction that they were going through with their phone? I was at a bar this weekend with my good friend Jess, and I went to go see my friend Anthony DJ at Footsie's Bar. Okay. He did a great vinyl set. Nice. And I'm sitting there. I'm not working. I'm just enjoying the show. Yeah. And I'm like, I have nothing to say to anybody. Mm. Mm. I I have nothing to say. Yeah. And but I, you would think you would. I always have something to say. Yeah. I mean, but I just didn't. It's almost like I didn't know how to act. Yeah. I didn't know how to be a in a social setting where I'm not working. Right. And then... I'm with people that, you know, I have a relationship with and I talk to, but it's like I'm in a personal setting and I don't know how to... Be personable. I don't know how to be personable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to strike. And that's not me. That's okay, not who I, I am. I don't see you being that. And yet I, fa- and I think it's a part of my detox. Yeah. I think it's a part of my social media detox. I think it's about my work detox that mm-hmm. i'm trying to detox all of these things that don't add value to my life and i'm trying right. to detox like the 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 demand mm-hmm. the demand of expectation the demand of you got to do this you got to do that 
right or or just anything like i just want to be left alone like just let me be let me just be. be let me be in this silence let me be in this stillness yeah and and it's like we were saying in the in the gratitude episode um we're not living in the present moment enough and now we want to like we so desperately want to be we just want to be present i don't want to be here and then also on the internet and then also browsing through someone else's social media like why is it that whatever someone is posting is more important than where i'm at so i i totally agree with you on on being present and living living life differently um so now what my moment of love was i spent a lot of time with myself these last four days reading a lot and i read some significant books but the most significant one that i finished reading i was so sad when it was over was um will smith's book the one that Mm. he just released it was excellent. And I found myself when I was going through my roller coaster of emotions these last four days with, you know, not just with my son, but with a bunch of other stuff that I had going on. Yeah. I found myself hurrying back to the book. Like Good. I couldn't wait to finish what I was doing so that I could jump back into reading mm-hmm. because it was a very necessary uh, breath of fresh air and it I don't know, it gave me a lot of hope and it gave me a lot of understanding about myself. Yeah. What I want to do and I don't know, it was it was And I think um I think it's different for you cuz I see that you know and and we've discussed this a lot in a lot of our episodes that you're craving this you time and this this time for yourself and what do you do and what do you enjoy and now you're able to sit and actually do those things so your your time is more valuable and you're you're enjoying how you're spending it i can sl- very slowly mm-hmm. i can very slowly start to feel myself not giving a fuck Yay! meaning like like uh, like removing that pressure that it's was self-inflicted right was 100% self-inflicted outside of the the outside of the responsibilities that I had as as a parent as an employee as a partner as all of these things outside of those responsibilities I still packed mm-hmm. 10 times more on top of all of pressure of self-inflicted responsibilities, you know. So I, I'm very slowly starting to peel all of that off and just starting to just be in mm-hmm. silence and in peace and without having, like, all... I, I don't... I want to enjoy my life. Yeah. Yeah, and we can't enjoy it when, you know, we're spending five hours of our day responding to comments or the likes that we get or the dms about the likes that we got or you know i think that that takes up so much time and i realized that too like i don't want to post anything i don't want to do stories about nothing because then i get these reactions and then i feel like i have to respond to all these reactions and i'm sorry guys i love all of you and you guys are amazing and and i love that there's this kind of connection through social media that we get of like having you know having people react and respond in a positive way to the shit that we got going on in our lives but also it becomes addicting and then we can't escape it and it, and it's a vicious cycle 
I do want to say this. There's a part of me that when I was really thinking about how I wanted to approach using social media, even for my business, I thought this. We did not have social media back in the day. Businesses that were grown like grassroots businesses was all word of mouth, was all the relationships that you had with people, was all. And low key, I was like, I think that's what I want to do. Yeah. And why can't you? Absolutely can. Mm Mm-hmm. absolutely and i think you you know you're you're good at that you're good at word of mouth you're good at spreading the word you're good at talking to people and um i think that's what society does crave and want right now authenticity a conversation we're just so blinded and and um just sunk into this digital world that we don't even know that that's what we need but we do so we are the power girl power (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to my tax lady. She inspired me today. Like, Girl power. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Um, so, 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 I think for me, I'm gonna try out this whole one hour a day. See how it actually how it works. Um, because you know, you know, like you're saying, like social media and business and blah blah blah. So I do have Primavera Colorimon on there, and it's like, can I actually get everything that I need to do? In one hour, because my personal one, forget that. I don't even care about that one. But for other things, it's like, well, I want to make money and I want to tell people I'm here. So, yeah, I think it's it, it's possible and it's just about being strategic and productive and intentional. Yeah, planning is everything. Mm-hmm. You can definitely, and that's actually what I've been doing is reconstructing my time. Yeah. What do I do every day? Mm-hmm. What time do I wake up? What are the first, you know, reading, commuting? Mm-hmm. and getting hands-on i i've already started to reduce my amount of social media i've already i'm starting to see the benefits of it i'm starting to see my life as a result of it right well eight hours compared to five that's a big oh my god <laughs> okay but that's working like again i'm over here like trying to justify this but yeah your phone is your connection to to everybody and to right. you know it's oh, it's terrible I'm, yeah. I'm glad i got hacked low-key yeah, no, it it's all, it, it gives you that perspective and that awareness and that's just kind of like the slap in the face. Like, oh, fuck, this is what I was doing? Holy shit. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So, so you know, hopefully good things coming and um, we'll check back in in a couple of weeks to see how our new lives are, you know, turning out as a result of less social medias. And checking on that screen time. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we'll do that. We'll do that in two weeks. We'll see, like, we'll compare. We'll compare from this week to the next and then to our our next episode after that and we'll see how, how good we've been. And speaking of social media, uh, shout out to Venice Beach Beverage because they've been a, a great supporter. And through our own networking and our own families within social media, um, they've been able to grow their business too and all of us have these great com- camaraderie. So check them out. At Venice Beach Beverage on IG and VeniceBeachBeverage.com. They're available on Amazon. We keep throwing these teas in your face, y'all. Just try them. Try them out, y'all. And with that, um, I think that this is a wrap. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Have a great fucking December. It is the last month of the year. Make it count. Be intentional. Be present. You know, a lot of us have... um, vacation time and time off with with our families and make it count you know um everyone everyone wants a little more communication i don't know where i was going with that but 
just go love your fucking parents and your kids and tell me love them yeah give them a hug go do some monopoly or something go do a game time or a game board thing i don't know i'm rambling now <laughs> i gotta go i gotta go increase the peace y'all bye bye Today's episode was brought to you by Chingon Bakery and Venice Beach Beverage. If you have any topic ideas you want us to cover, don't forget to email those to onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced by Juicebox Bartley and Big Brother Jake. We drop a new episode every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you follow us on the grams at onthisfrequency. How can you support us, you ask? Well... Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash on this frequency and you can donate some coffee funds there. And for those Apple listeners, leave us a review. They're incredibly helpful and we'll be sharing them in our upcoming episodes. So from Natalie and I, remember to be kind to one another, kick some ass, and remember to celebrate every day because every day is your birthday. Meow, 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 meow. Fucking fuck, fuck.